And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with miss attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the tantalizing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Robert Cummings is the guest on the Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy show going back to 1953. But first, Lisa Wolf Dillon is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics, and I'll try to name the song while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? That's right. And as per usual, Mike, I'm going to turn to you and get your expert opinion as to how well or not well Carl will do on this segment. Huh, this is a pretty tough one. It is. Uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're good songs, I, though, yeah, right? I'm, I'm sure he knows all of these. Uh, I don't I'm gonna know have if a he'll remember time, all the huh? titles. Are you familiar with all of them, Mike? Uh, sort of, but I wouldn't know the titles. Okay. So right. what's your prediction? <laughs> You're going to get all or none. <laughs> oh, all or none. All right. Let's see how it goes for you, Carl. All right. Right? I'm ready. I'm going to go with one. Okay. Okay. I took a Provigen. Yeah, so. You might need a few more. <laughs> Wait a minute, baby. Wait a minute, baby. Stay with me a while. Stay with me a while. Said you'd give me light, but you never told me about the fire. Drowning in the sea of love, where everyone would love to drown. Is it called Sea of Love? It's not. All right. <laughs> because if it was, I wouldn't have read that. <laughs> but now it's gone. It doesn't matter what for. Wait a minute, baby. When you build your house, then call me home. Uh, nothing. Nothing's coming? Mm. All right. Let's play it. No. Oh, no? Ready? Oh, no. Sorry. Give me a little bit more oh, of a chance. Oh, <laughs> That that's that's the lead me up to the I, to the actual title. I that's that's the best clue I can give you is what I did. What what I said the beginning of the song is is the most telling part of the song. Uh-huh. Wait a minute, baby, stay with me a while. Said you'd give me light, but you never told me about the fire, drowning in the sea of love, where everyone would love to drown. But now it's gone. It doesn't matter what for. When you build your house, then call me. I mean, none me. of this makes sense. Like these call me songs home. are supposed to have like a, you know, tell a story. This doesn't tell. This is well, this it does. I don't necessarily of, understand the words. It's very poetic, and you know this. You definitely know this group. Um, I don't know. All right, let's hear it. Darn. Wait a minute, baby. Oh, this is uh, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. <laughs> you always know the band. I always know the band. Said you give me love, but 
this uh what song is it it's called sarah oh sarah The title is difficult because it doesn't come for a little bit. Oh. So that's why it would be yeah. more helpful to hear those lyrics. In the sea of love. Yeah. I had this album. Yeah, this is a great, great yeah. album. All right, let's go to the next one. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all or none, says Mike. So yeah. I think we're going toward none. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, it's getting late. Have you seen my mates? Ma, tell me when the boys get here. It's 7 o'clock, and I want to rock, want to get a belly full of beer. Mm-hmm. My old man's drunker than a beer. barrel full of monkeys, and my old lady, she don't care. Yeah, she don't my, care. My sister looks cute in her braces and boots, a handful of grease in her hair. Oh, don't give us none of your aggravation. We had it with your discipline. Get a little action in. Get a little action in Yeah. Get about as oiled as John? a diesel train going to set right? this dance all right. Right? right? Yep. Elton John? Yep. Gosh. I led you right up to the... Um, it I, is Elton John. Give me right up to the title. Um, just the last, just three lines up to the okay. title. Okay. Oh, don't give us none of your aggravation. We had it with your discipline. Aggravation. Yeah. Have we had it with your discipline? Uh-huh. It's the next yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it, I, that's the next line. Something with an S, right? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so something. Da, 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 da. Get a little action in. Get a little action in. Get about as oiled as a diesel train. Gonna set this dance all right. Oh, yeah. Something, something. There's the title again. Something? What? Because <laughs> something? something, yes, something. <laughs> uh, I know S. this one. I know you do. Ah. A Get great, a little action yeah, in it. It's a great song. I, I can't. Okay, let's Go hear ahead. it. Saturday night? Saturday night's all right. Yeah. Okay. A bear. She don't care. <laughs> Yeah. Saturday night's all right for fighting. That's it. Action on him. All right. All right. Next one. Okay. Darn, I was so close. You were so close. Close, (laughs) close. Right there. You know, close only matters in hand grenades and horseshoes. Out of all of them, this will be the easiest one for you. Darn. Let it all out. Let it all out. These are the things I can do without. Come on. Yeah. I'm talking to you. Come on. Mm-hmm. Let it all out. These are the things I can do without. Come on. I'm talking to you. Come on. Uh-huh. In violent times, you shouldn't have to sell your soul. Mm-hmm. I led you early up to it and went beyond no, it. It's, it's easier it, at the beginning. Let it all out. Yeah. These are the things I can do without. Come on. I don't I'm know. talking to you. Come on. Talking to you. Come on. I don't know. I don't know it. Well, Mike was right. It all right. was all or not. Go ahead, play it. I don't know it. Shut, shut, let it 
This is Tears for Fears. <laughs> yes. I always know the band. Why? I don't know. I have some weird quirk in my brain. Yeah. You quirk <laughs> in your brain. This is Shout Tears for Fears. Yeah. Weird. I didn't get any of them. No, you didn't. Boy, I stink. <laughs> I told you it was a rough one. It was yeah. a rough one. Wow. All right, well, well, maybe S isn't your letter. We'll hope for T. Edgar Bergen, Charlie (laughs) McCarthy coming up. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Probably the most famous ventriloquist of his time, you know, 1930s and 40s even into the 1950s, was Edgar Bergen. And his uh, he had several dummies. Charlie McCarthy is most famous. Also Mortimer Schnurd and Effie Klinker. And uh, the great Edgar Bergen worked all of those dummies and uh, had a super successful radio series. He was also in some movies with Charlie McCarthy and his other dummies. And uh, for a time... It was the number one show on radio. Can you imagine that? A ventriloquist on radio. Right. Does that make it, any sense at all? It makes no sense. Amazing no, it really that doesn't. it was so successful. Yeah, he really was. And uh, this is a 1953 broadcast. And Bob Cummings, Robert Cummings is his special guest. March 1st, 1953, part one now of the Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy Show. Richard Hudnett of Fifth Avenue. Richard Hudnett of Fifth Avenue brings you the Edgar Bergen Show with Charlie McCarthy. It's Sunday night and time again for Edgar Bergen with Charlie McCarthy, Mortimer Snurd, and Ray Noble and his orchestra. Brought to you, transcribed by Richard Hudnett. Makers of scientific hair preparations. Tonight, our guests are Bunny Bishop and Robert Cummings. And now, here is Edgar Bergen with Charlie McCarthy. Oh, woe is me. Oh, woe is me. I'm going to end it all. I'm going to jump into a vat of hand lotion and soften myself to death. Charlie, it sounds like woman trouble again. It is, Thurgan, it is. Once more, I've thrown snake eyes in the crap game of love. Well, who is it this time? Well, it's that cute little blonde next door. That one? Yeah. She lit the flame in my heart and ran when the fire got too hot. Suffer, suffer, suffer. Poor Charlie. Yeah. Poor Charlie. Just sympathize. Don't overdo it, bud. (laughs) She led you on and and then sort of discarded you. Yeah, she trunned me away. She tossed me aside like an old shoe with my tongue hanging out. Yeah. (laughs) Why, I shall never know. I took her out. I bubble gummed and popcorned her. Yeah. And then I caught another fella kissing her. Well, that hardly sounds fair. No, you're darn right, it does. No. 
I shake the tree and some other guy picks up the apples. I don't like that. <laughs> well, it, it is confusing. How long did you know this girl? Well, gee whiz. This afternoon, it'll be one day. One day, yeah. <laughs> I see, that's your trouble, Charlie. You were rushing things again. Romance must be allowed to, to blossom slowly. Must it really? Yes, yes. Like a buttercup unfolding its petals to the sun. <laughs> uh, that's the Bergen method. Yeah. By the time he's puckered, the girl is married and has seven kids. Oh, <laughs> Remember, the race is not always to the swift. A moral that is very well exemplified in one of Aesop's fables. It's the story of the hare. And how you lost it. No, no, no. <laughs> I may be heartbroken, but I couldn't let Alan go by. Yeah. It's the hare and the tortoise. Now, this hare was so swift that whenever he wanted to go anyplace, he'd have to start late to, to get there on time, you see. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I shall continue. Uh, you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing to wait for, buddy. No. <laughs> I shall continue. Uh, just tell it. Don't louse it up. No, all right. <laughs> now, one day, this hare braggingly challenged all of the other animals to a race. And to his surprise, the tortoise accepted the challenge. Why, you're, you're, you're nothing but a slowpoke, the hare said. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing but a slowpoke. Why, you'll never get anywhere. Yeah, well, you won't either with that kind of acting. Oh, I'm not so slow, said the tortoise. I can run faster than you think. And what do you think the rabbit said? Uh, what's up, Doc? No, no, no. <laughs> no, the race is about to start. Yeah, well, I got time to place a bet, have I? Uh, where's a ten-cent window? All right, all right. They're at the starting line. I'm betting on the rabbit. All right, please, 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 yeah. The starting gun sounds, and the hair is off like a flash. Whoosh! Oh, please. All right. <laughs> the hare looked back and couldn't even see the tortoise. And so he decided to take a nap. He's saving himself for the home stretch. I'm not going to worry. I'm still betting on him. Yeah. The turtle was gradually gaining ground, but the hare slept on and on, just kept on sleeping. Oh, he can't do this to me. Hey, wake up, you. Hit the road, you bum. All right, all right. <laughs> Still the rabbit slept. Uh, somebody doped his carrots. No, no. <laughs> the rabbit woke up just in time to see the tortoise nearing the finish line. So he raced madly after the tortoise. Hooray, hooray, we're still in the money. Yeah. But it was too late. Who are oh, nuts? It is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tortoise crossed the finish line first and was judged the winner. I demand a recount. Kill the umpire. We was robbed. All right, all right. Now, Charlie... What is the moral of this story? Well, I would say it was this, Bergen, old boy. It is simply this. It is better to suffer in silence, or Bergen will tell you a story. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Here's a little present left over from our Operation Santa Claus. The charming young lady who supplied the songs as part of the show during our tour to the hospitals throughout the country. I'm sure you'll enjoy her singing as much as our boys did. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Bunny Bishop singing, Don't Let the Stars Get in Your Eyes. Don't let 
break your heart Love blooms at night In daylight it dies Don't let the stars get in your eyes Oh, keep your heart from me For someday I'll return And you know you're the only one I'll ever love Too many nights Too many stars Too many moons could change your mind Oh, I'm gone too long Don't forget where you belong When the stars come out Remember you are mine Don't let the stars get in your eyes Don't let the moon break your heart No, love blooms at night In daylight it dies Don't let the stars get in your eyes Don't keep your heart for me For someday I'll return And you know you're the only one I'll ever love, love. Too many miles Too many miles Too many days Too many days Too many nights to be alone Please keep your heart While we are apart Don't linger in the moonlight While I'm gone Don't let the stars get in them Don't let the moon get in them Love blooms at night In daylight it dies Don't let the stars get in your eyes Oh, keep your heart from me For someday I'll return And you know you're the only one I'll ever love I'll ever love I'll ever love I'll ever love Don't let the stars get in your Hello, Marty Well, after Charlie's unhappy phase, it's good to see someone who's smiling. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, of course, I gotta smile. That's the way my teeth are set in there, you know? <laughs> uh, but you are happy, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, sirree. Well, especially today. See, my cow, Bessie, just had a blessed event. The stork has visited Bessie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Not only that, he made two trips. Oh, two trips. <laughs> you mean twins? Yeah, yeah. Uh, two little, uh, two little uh, cowslips. Cowslips. <laughs> uh, they look so much apart, I can't tell them alike. Uh, Are they boys or girls? Well, they, they come assorted. Assorted, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the little fellas is a, is a cowlet, and the other one is a... There's a bullet, I guess. <laughs> Don't sound right, do it? No. You mean one's a boy and the other's a girl? Uh, yeah, uh, how was that? I say one is a boy and the other's a girl. No, I think it's the other way around. The other way around. <laughs> it's kind of confusing. It is. I don't know whether to paint the barn blue or pink. <laughs> Are these little calves healthy and getting strong? Yeah, they was when I left them. Yeah. They was having a tug of war. A tug of war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bessie was in the middle, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bartimir, it's pretty obvious that you like to be around animals. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like them, yeah. Yeah, that's why it took me an extra job in the circus. Uh, I'm watering elephants. Elephants, yeah. 
You're an elephant boy? Uh, uh, no, no, I wouldn't say that, no. <laughs> My nose is just naturally kind of long. Well, <laughs> I, I, do, I wouldn't say that, though. No, you can stop your tittering out there. <laughs> you ain't no beauty, you know. All right. Your, your job is to carry water to the elephants. It is? Well, isn't it? Well, no wonder I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I've been carrying the elephants to the water. Oh, my. Then it simply couldn't have been elephants. Oh, no, no. I'll bet you don't even know what an elephant looks like. Oh, I sure do. Uh, an elephant is a... Well, you can tell them because... Uh, well, uh, on one end, they, uh, they're... Well, of course, it's on the other end, too, though. <laughs> but you can tell them because they're, they're kind of... Well, in a kind of... Uh, all around, they... They's, uh, they... Uh, no, no. <laughs> That's a caterpillar. That's a caterpillar. <laughs> All right. That's the first portion of the Edgar Bergen, Charlie McCarthy show, March 1st, 1953. Do you remember a brand, Richard Hudnut? It was like hair products and like hair nets. And, Hudnut? Yeah. And no, skin products. A... Richard Hudnut. No. That was a sponsor of this show. That's a tough name. Richard Hudnut. It's hard to say it like doesn't flow. I'll say tongue. it again. Hudnut. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It yeah. takes work. It doesn't flow. Yeah. Hudnut. <laughs> All right. More of uh, Edgar Bergen, Charlie McCarthy after this. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Folks, Lisa Wolf and I co-host a podcast called Radio Rarities. Mike Costella is the executive producer. Carl Shadow writes it. And each and every week we release a new 40-minute, approximately 40-minute episode where Lisa and I take a very rare radio program and we talk all about its history, play the show, come back and talk a little bit more about the history, and then tell you what's up next week. And Lisa, you do a pretty good, yeah, you're pretty good yeah, at it. You know, you're not bad. I mean, the bar is so low. I work with you. Yeah, so, you I mean, know, it's it doesn't you're, take a you're lot. decent on it. Yeah, it's, um, no, it's actually a really, really cool podcast. Yeah, it it's, is. It's feels very different than what we do at Hollywood 360, yes. where we do all of these other things in addition to play the radio shows. But this really hones in on one radio show, and you really learn about it. And we don't just pick them randomly. We 
pick shows that you really wouldn't have had an opportunity to hear anywhere else. Yeah, we don't. And really... that's what makes it so rare. Yeah, really. we don't. We don't air those like audition shows uh, or first right. episodes in the series or blooper programs or. You know, whatever the case may be. And I got to tell you, Mike, you do a phenomenal Mike does well. job you know, me, of mm. editing and mastering it and the music you pick. I mean, it's just great. Thank Mike you. does an incredible yeah. job. I mean, the finished product, we really do come oh, together so as good. a team and offer you something that you really can't find anywhere else so that we hope you will look for it yeah, um, anywhere free. podcasts. Yeah, you can listen where you to it can free. Find them, and right? I got to tell you, Carl Shadow. Can you imagine the amount of like digging he has to find and research and I mean all of the this information right. that he finds out about these rare yeah, shows? It really is a huge it's undertaking. So, it's so interesting, right? Right. Um, and and uh, everyone that is listening to the show, and we have lots of comments and people call me and they're like, "Wow, you know, I really love this program. It's growing. More and more people each week are listening to it." I hope you will give it a shot, folks out there in Radio Land, because it's available free. You can just listen to it anywhere podcasts are consumed. If you listen at iHeart or Acast or Spotify or Google or Apple or iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, just type in Radio Rarities and search that. Or just on your own web, you know, like a website, uh, or I should say, uh, you know, computer or if you have one of those Alexa, you all you have to do is say Radio Rarities, play uh, play Radio Rarities Alexa, and it will. It's very cool. So um, check it out. It's free. We'd love you to listen to it. And um, that's about it. That's all I have to say about it, Lisa. Yeah, and let us know what you think yeah. because we really are proud of our uh, final product. We do want to know what you think of it. All right, now for uh, time for the conclusion to the Edgar Bergen Charlie McCarthy Show. An elephant is a gigantic mammal whose upper incisors are elongated into tusks and is scientifically referred to as a pachyderm. Oh, no. (laughs) Do you know what an elephant, what elephant tusks are made of? Well, let's see now. I got it in my head here. I (laughs) can't think of it right now. No, well, you see, what are those two long white things that stick out of an elephant's trunk? Is winter underwear? No. <laughs> Those are the tusks. Is that so? Yes. Now, you see, elephants keep cool by fanning themselves with their ears. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I've heard that too, but it don't work. It don't work. No. How do you know? I tried it. Oh, you tried it. <laughs> Mortimer, how can you be so stupid? Well, it just seems to go hand in hand with being dumb. I guess. <laughs> Oh, Charlie, I left some mail on the piano. Did you see it? Uh, No, Bill. No, I didn't. No. I'm too busy suffering. You see, nothing interests me anymore. Uh, Letters especially. I wouldn't be interested. Oh, but Charlie, this was from a lady. Oh, that's the worst kind. I wouldn't (laughs) care. It was in a blue envelope, and it smelled wonderful. Must have had cream rinse on it, eh? (laughs) Oh, no, Charlie. That letter was important. Oh, sure. It was a fan letter for our home permanent. Mm. And the girl who wrote it tried lots of home ways before she tried a Richard Hudnut. Silly girl. And she even tried skipping the neutralizing step. How careless can you be? Oh, but she found out that Richard Hudnut is the safe, sure way. Good for her. She says she's never been so pleased with a home permanent before. 
That's what lots of women say, because shortcut methods like skipping the neutralizing step often lead to hidden hair damage. But a Richard Hudnut Home Permanent safeguards your hair with a neutralizer plus neutralizer booster. So Richard Hudnut always gives you soft, natural-looking curls that are so strong they stay in even in rainy weather. Say, this Baldwin is quite a conversationalist, isn't he? <laughs> well, Charlie, maybe I don't know how to wisecrack, but there's one thing I do know. Yeah, you're right, Baldwin. You sure know who the sponsor is, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and I know that no other method, only Richard Hudnut, Charlie, can guarantee softer, stronger, more natural-looking curls in a shorter time. Mm. Next time, ladies, be beauty-wise and neutralize. Try a Richard Hudnut home permanent. Uh, please, Bill, that's enough talk about women. Oh? I'm, I'm trying to forget them. And I'm suffering, too. Oh, really? I think I'll run away, and I think I'll join... I'll join the French Follies Bergere. That's all, Charlie. Charlie, you mean the French Foreign Legion. You forget your women your way, and I'll forget them my way. <laughs> oh, woe is me, my little old heart. It's just breaking all up. Oh, poor Charlie. Uh-uh. I know how you feel. Do you, Thurgood? Oh, yes. It may not show, but love has also kicked me in the face. Brother, it shows. Uh, <laughs> Bob Cummings. <laughs> well, he didn't know, huh? uh, Bob, I've got an announcement to make. Yes? I'm through with women. Women are the cause of all the trouble in this whole world. Women are the downfall of man. Women are our ruination. Charlie, please, Bob is married. Edgar, uh, just let the boy talk. Yeah, you, you see? <laughs> Brother, don't tell me to see if matrimony has washed you up with the time. Well, no, Charlie. You uh, see, Mary and I are very happy. Uh, of course, uh, once in a while we have a little argument, you, you know. You see, you see, you yeah, see. Like see. last week. She wanted a mink coat and I wanted a car, so we, um, we compromised. Compromised? Yeah, we, we bought a mink coat, but we keep it in the garage. Oh. <laughs> Bob, my lad, I can see you've had it. Women have made this world an unfit place to live in, unless you're a woman. And now, wait a minute, Chuck. I, I think that's going too far. Is that so? Now, Charlie, you shouldn't complain. The world's not a bad old place. And most of our troubles will disappear if you'll look them right in the face. Except for just one thing, I'm sure we'd get along nicely. We know what you mean. Women. Precisely. Women, 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 women. That's your trouble right there. Women, women, women. Now take King Solomon you've heard of in history. In all the world, you'd never find a wiser man than he. But then he built a harem, and Solomon met his match. We know what you mean. Women. Why, Natch? <laughs> women, 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 women. That's your trouble right there. Women, women, women. So, Charlie, here's the story of two fellas that I know. Two sourdoughs in Alaska where the land is covered with snow. They were the very best of friends and always saw eye to eye until one day they quarreled. Can you guess the reason why? Uh, women? What else? <laughs> and so we take you to Alaska, to the loneliest place we can find, where men are men, and there's nothing else but men for the women. Yes, the women, all the women have stayed behind.
Kazan. I don't know how much longer we can take it. It's 30 below, and all we've had for food is frozen fish, frozen fish. Why, it's so cold, that last batch of frozen fish hasn't thawed out yet. Yeah, and we ate it three days ago. <laughs> well, we got to do something about this food. I'm going to speak to our Chinese cook. Oh, Fu Yong, Fu Yong. I come in very quick, chop, chop. <laughs> and all that sort of rot, you know. <laughs> Chow around here is frozen fish. Well, Fu Young not able to cook because of accident, old chap. Uh, me drop big piece of whale fat on foot. Blubber? Well, I cried a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fu Young make joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, egg Fu Young. <laughs> me have idea. If you want good cook, why not send for woman and marry her? Yeah. Send for a woman. Yeah. Say that. That's a that's a good idea. Maybe we could order one while I went out of this here Sears uh, Roba catalog. Here. Hey, Klondike, uh, you know, I never seen a woman. Uh, what do they look like? Oh, come now. Let, let's look through the catalog and try and find one. 53 models ought to be out now. Yeah. Say, say is that a woman? Uh, uh, no, no, no. That's a frying pan. <laughs> hey, that, that looks interesting. Is that a woman? No, that, that's a tea kettle. Yeah. Now, there, there. That's a woman there. Oh, see. Maybe we better order the tea kettle. <laughs> What's wrong with the woman? Well, I want to have fun. I want something to whistle back at me. Yeah. <laughs> me have a nice picture of woman. Just received new calendar from Eskimo Bank. Yeah, well, I see that calendar. It, oh, wow. Hey. Look at that picture of January. <laughs> a gorgeous girl wearing a skimpy ski suit. Yeah. Hey, Klondike, look at February. Yeah. Boy, she took off her gloves and her cap. Yeah. Hey, and look at March. Yeah. She, she took off her muffler and her jacket. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Come on, let, let, let's get to April. Why, the uh, double crossers. Uh, three kids fishing in a rowboat. <laughs> well, Klondike. It's been a month since we sent away for that woman. You think one ought to be here soon? Nah, no, it'll take longer than that. You see, they got, uh, must be the mailman with some more catalogs. Well, it's too cold to open the door. Hey, whatever you got there slipping under the door. Oh, it was a tight squeeze, but I made it. <laughs> Hello. Holy smoke, I thought the cold killed that kind of thing. <laughs> The mail order company sent me. I knew it. They shipped us the frying pan. No, no, it's the rake. I can tell by the teeth. I'm a woman. Can't you tell by my shape? Must have been damaged in the shipping. Now, don't be smart. Who sent for me? Now, which one is going to marry me? Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm already married. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I got a wife in Nome, and I got another one in Fairbanks. Oh, how could you do a thing like that? Fast dog team. <laughs> I just got to find a man. Oh, look out that window. I see him, my dream man. Oh, look, he's rich. He's wearing a fur coat, and he's got the cutest mustache. No, that's a walrus. <laughs> 
here, I'm going to marry him anyway. <laughs> you can't marry a walrus. Well, now, look, you know it, and I know it, but the walrus doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we did it, Klondike. <laughs> We got rid of her. I'm sure glad. I, I, I was kind of worried there. I thought a woman was going to break up our friendship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I tell you, Alaska, nothing, and I don't mean nothing, can ever break up our friendship. Old partner, old pal. Uh-huh. Hello, boys. My name is Marie. I am from Hudson Bay. Oh. Love that coastline. <laughs> The mail order firm sent me. Oh, thank goodness this, this one wasn't damaged in shipping. Huh? <laughs> now, which one of you two men is going to marry me, huh? Uh, the handsome one, baby, and just happens to turn out it is me. Uh, give me a kiss, Marie, if that's okay with you, Alaska. Yeah, th this woman's come so far, I, I guess she deserves a kiss. Oh, she Blondike. does. I, I want to show you that I'm your partner. You can kiss her. Well, so now I'm your partner, too, you know. You kiss her. No, you kiss her. No, you kiss her. Okay, I'll kiss her. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Back up that bus. <laughs> I think we went past my stop here. You know, I like you, Dimples. I think I will marry you. My hero. You're on television Saturday night starring Bob Cummings. <laughs> Quite a sneak. But you can't marry her, Alaska, and break up our friendship. Oh, what can I do? Well. I'm torn between my friendship for a man and the love for a woman. Uh -huh. Consumed with the desire to clasp Maria in my arms. Oh, what to do? What? Go back to television. <laughs> you have to see this to believe it, really. Now, don't you worry about him, Sherry. Uh, you and I can be so happy together. Oh, that's right. An igloo for two Uh-huh Where we'll live like the Eskimos do Oh, chérie Life will be a grand sweet song Did you know the nights are six months long up there? Oh, la, Brother. la An igloo for two Where we'll learn to bill and to coo Uh-huh now kiss you once. Ooh. I'll kiss you twice. Ooh. You'll be the only girl I ever kept on ice. <laughs> I'll be happy in an igloo, igloo. You too. Quatre visites avaient passé la soirée avec la famille. Oh, charmant, mademoiselle. Tout sweet. An igloo for two, where we live like the Eskimos do. Can't wait. Life will be a grand sweet song. Oh, yeah. Did you know the nights are six months oh, long? Wow, we melt that An ice. igloo for two, where we learn how to build and cool. I'll pan for gold um, and I'll strike it rich. Well, I'll throw my costume jewelry in the nearest ditch. <laughs> we'll, we'll be happy in an igloo. igloo. Just made for two. Come, Sherry. Well, so long, Klondike. I told you I warned you that a woman would break up our friendship. Yeah, I got nobody, no girl, nothing. Not even a dog from a sled. <laughs> I made it again! 
Well, you'll do mush. Have <laughs> a good time in Alaska. A-L-A-S-K-A You'll have a good time in Alaska A-L-A-S-K-A Where men are men and gals are gals And then there's the Eskimo So leave neurotics to the tropics Don't make sand whistles You'll have a good time in Alaska A-L-A-S-K-A Don't waste your time playing canasta Here's a place to play. Whether you come from Lincoln, Nebraska, or faraway places like Madagascar, you ain't seen nothing till you've seen Alaska. A-L-A-S-K-A. You'll have a hot time and a Edgar Bergen will be back in a moment. Mm, shine, shine. Wash the shine right into your hair with Richard Hudnut Enriched Cream Shampoo. There's shine inside the bottle. You can see it. And after one shampoo, there's shine in your hair. Mm, shine up your Use the shampoo with shine in it. The shampoo made with real egg formula. You've seen how shiny a fresh egg is. Scientists agree it's a natural beautifier for your hair. And this shampoo made with real egg formula is a shiny shampoo. It does wonderful things for your hair. Really makes your hair shine. Try it this very week. Richard Hudnut Enriched Cream Shampoo. Oh, Bishop Bowl, Miss Bowl. Oh, Mortimer, I suppose you brought some eggs for the Hudnut Shampoo. How much are they today? Oh, 90 cents a dozen. 90 cents a dozen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very dear, aren't they? Well, I don't know about the eggs being dear, but my hens are just darling. Oh, Mortimer. <laughs> Edgar Bergen. I would like to thank Robert Cummings for being with us tonight. Until next Sunday, then. Good night, everyone. Remember to listen to Edgar Bergen, Charlie McCarthy, Mortimer Sturd, Ray Noble, and the entire ensemble brought to you by Richard Hutnut of Fifth Avenue every Sunday over the CBS radio network at the same time. Tonight's Edgar Bergen show with Elvia Allman and Viola Vaughn was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Sam Pierce. This is Bill Baldwin speaking. Hey, Lisa, if you wouldn't have married Dan Wolf and you would have married Richard Hudnut, your name would be Lisa Hudnut. Yeah, that's not a good name. I'd for be me. like, and my co host is the tantalizing Lisa, Lisa Hudnut. Hudnut. I think that's a good name for you, Lisa Hudnut. Can I, I start calling you that? You can't. Lisa no, Hudnut. I'm not crazy about My that name. My co-host, Lisa Hudnut. I, that's an awful name. <laughs> it's just a bad name. We have to be nice to her because it's Mother's Day now. Oh, that's, oh, that's true. Happy Mother's right. Day. That's right. Thank happy, you. Happy Mother's Day, yeah, Lisa. Yeah, thanks. At least Four Mike times remembered. Over. Four times over. Yes. Gosh, get a hobby. That's a lot of kids. Man. 
I, Were you like, didn't you play Monopoly or anything? Or I mean, love Monopoly. I mean, like, or like, uh, what's that other no, one? No, Kachanga? Jenga, I mean, you mean? Kachanga? No, it's Jenga. called Jenga. Oh, Jenga? I like Jenga. What about cards? I mean, I like cards. Didn't you and Dan have any hobbies? I like backgammon, too. I think I'm a backgammon master. Oh, okay. Do you play? No. Oh. I don't do any of that. It, kind because of stuff. you have to use your brain for that. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's deep thought. That was Edgar Bergen, Charlie McCarthy, March 1st, 1953. Special guest Robert Cummings is heard on CBS, sponsored by Lisa's almost husband, Richard Hudnut. Uh, all right, uh, time for this month in music history. Our final song from 1971. How can you mend a broken heart? How can you mend a broken heart? Bye. How can you stop the rain? Carl? Um, is it the Bee Gees? I don't know. Who is this? Can you, is yes. it the Bee Gees? It is. Ah. It is the Bee Gees. I got it right. Written by Barry well, and Gibb. Robin Gibb, both of them. It was on the 1971 Barry. album Gibb. Trafalgar. Did you ever see those Saturday Night Live with, uh, with, uh, oh my gosh, hilarious. Um, who's the guy? Fallon? Oh. You know, oh. Fallon and uh, and then Jimmy, um, Jimmy Fallon, and then the um, who's the guy? The other guy, um, ah, actor singer. Anyway, they do this whole thing about the Barry Gibb talk show. I'm Barry Gibb. You never seen those? They're I don't absolutely that. hysterical. Anyway, all right, let's all take right. a quick break. Good More song Molly with three sixty <laughs> after this. That rustles through the trees. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Next week, we will listen to the Abbott and Costello show, Nick Carter, Master Detective, The Bing Crosby Show, Frontier Gentleman, and Pat Novak for Hire. What do you think of that lineup, Lisa Wolf? Ah, good enough to or return. Richard, I'll be back next week. Lisa Richard <laughs> Hutnut. <laughs> be sure to visit our official website, Hollywood360radio.com. From my co-host, Lisa Wolf, our executive producer, Mike Bubblebath Costella, my crabby brother, Vince Amari. This is Carl Amari saying stay safe, be healthy. Happy Mother's Day, everyone, and thanks Happy for Mother's listening. Day. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.